Live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Julian Clover. Cambridge 105 Radio. Well, this is the third round of cultural recovery fund that we've been successful in applying for. And, and as we've gone through that, that process we've we've applied for slightly less each time as as we've recovered so this is a, a fantastic award for us and gives us some real security over the next few months uh, this just covers the period from november to the end of january so um over the tricky winter period so we hope obviously that there will be no interruption to our, our programme over that time. And we're really looking forward to things like the opening of our Christmas show, which is on the 9th of December. And we're co-producing that with the fantastic new inter- international encounter, who've also been successful in this round of cultural recovery funds. So really looking forward to welcoming families and friends back to uh, the Snow Queen, um, which, as I say, opens on the 9th of December. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that myself. And you've got one of the, your fiver nights, of course, going on this evening which has been I guess a staple of uh, the junction Cambridge Junction on a on a Friday night in recent years and the kind of thing that does bring people in on a on a regular basis to you Yes, absolutely. We've um, the five is a fantastic night. Obviously, five great local emerging bands uh, and their loyal fans and friends coming to see some fantastic new music. And we've been really happy that since the beginning of September, we've been welcoming audiences back in ever increasing numbers, and we've had some really fabulous nights of music and comedy, theatre and dance. Uh, and also, we've obviously, been working a lot with children and young people, young people with complex needs, so our our fantastic Total Arts Group and Junction Young Company have been working hard making new films and and a new show for next year. Uh, And um, also we've been working a lot in communities as well. We've had a great project called the Bakery of Slow Ideas where we've been learning how to bake sourdough bread and having conversations with people in communities across Cambridge. Um, So all of this is part of a really sort of rich and engaging programme that I'm I'm really excited about and I think seeing audiences back in in such numbers and seeing smiles on people's faces and seeing people enjoying their favourite bands again has been incredibly rewarding it's been you know obviously been an emotional roller coaster uh, and physical roller coaster I think actually for a lot of people over the last two years and the moments of joy that we can bring to people's lives are so important in all our recovery from from what has been a really traumatic experience. Yeah. I think an arts group, an arts organisation working with sourdough bread after a pandemic just kind of sums things up, really. Um, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I was backstage for the Cambridge Band competition a few weeks ago, and I, I realised that you now had a new video facility which had been uh, brought yeah. in, and presumably that kind of gives you a bit of a double up, if you like, because you can get the audiences in, hopefully, uh, into uh, Junction 1, 2, 3. Uh, but at the same time, presumably people not just within um, around the city, but also um, across the globe, technically, I suppose, can, can also see uh, some of the good work you're doing. Yes, and that's something that we're definitely hoping to do more of in the future. It's something that our team are still 
learning to do. It's a it's a new skill that our technical team are taking on, but we have invested in some some kit so that we can do that in future. And yes, and did that um, come out of the pre- previous funding, or is that something? Yes, that you've, it did. Yeah. That came out of the the last round of culture recovery funding, um, and also that sort of training for our team has come out of that. And um, yeah, the next time we're looking at doing that is around our Christmas show. Um, because we know that there are still people who are shielding, who are immunocompromised and um, maybe in care homes or in hospital. And we really want to be able to share our uh, Christmas show and, and the joy of that with as many people as possible, whether they're able to attend a live performance or not. Uh, and we're also still doing lots of things to, to ensure people's safety. Otherwise, we're, we're asking for one of a number of proofs to people attending live performances so whether they've they're double vaccinated or have done a lateral flow test or a pcr test um and that's really giving people confidence in engaging with uh live performances again as well and um i think we'll continue to look at ways of sharing our work online in the future i think um as you say there's a potential for us not only to engage a local audience who might not be able to attend the show for whatever reason um, but also a a national and and an international audience and that's certainly a very exciting possibility for us. Are attendances what you might expect them to be for the uh, for the various productions that that you're doing? Yes I I think they are I I, you know I I know that nationally um, you know particularly theatre audiences are somewhat down uh, about sort of latest research has said 30% down but I've I've seen some fantastic audiences and we've had a lot of sellout shows particularly music and comedy has been selling out across the season and we've seen ever increasing numbers at our our arts program our theatre and our dance program as well really fantastic engagement with that so I think we've we've really focused in on that and really thought about audience development I think and we're really thinking about our audiences in in the curation of all of our programs so I think um, our, our audiences, Cambridge is fantastically loyal and we're, we're so fondly, I'm, I'm very pleased that we're very fondly uh, thought of by, by our audiences. We're very fond of them too. Um, and I think that connection that we have really means that we are, are seeing audiences in, in the kind of numbers that we saw um, pre-pandemic we've also been putting on a huge amount of work as well i mean we've we've had something like 150 events over the last three months um, that's pretty do you you feel you're playing catch-up and you know some of those productions (laughs) you weren't able to do for obvious reasons and now uh, you're now being able to stage them yeah exactly Uh, you know uh, as everybody will have been aware you know we've postponed and rescheduled some gigs, I think at least one gig has been postponed and rescheduled about seven times, I think. Oh, my goodness. Um, and um, as, you know, as restrictions change, as the pandemic has, has evolved, and I, and we are in a period at the moment where we have rescheduled something like 18 months of programme into something like six months. So we're probably seeing, you know, at least one and a half times as much programme, particularly in these two months, because obviously as soon as restrictions lifted, everybody wanted to get back out on the road. And it's really vital that we do that so that we're supporting artists as well as connecting connecting with audiences as well. So I think um, it's really exciting to see, you know, work of the quality that we're seeing at the moment. Some really fantastic new bands, people like Shame, who are on next week. Um, we had Black Midi the other night, um, bands like Snap Tankles and This Is The Kit. Some really fantastic work, um, which has been sort of gaining audiences through lockdown. Everybody's been listening to music in, in, an, in an increasing amount 
Um, and I think um, I, we, we have got those relationships for the future as well. So I'm, I'm really excited about programmes as they, they grow and develop over the next few years as well. Now, that's excellent. And you said this particular tranche of money was designed, I guess, just for um, three months or so. Does this mean that you're already pr- applying for the next um, a- awards <laughs> from the fund? Um, we, we we don't know whether there'll be another round of culture recovery fund at the moment. Um, we we have been doing a lot of uh, funding application writing. It's it's our our business. I guess you're kind of used around. to it, really, aren't you? Being uh, yeah. being in the arts, various um, organisations you're probably reaching out to on a, on a regular basis. Yeah, absolutely, and and we've just been successful actually. Um, it hasn't. We've, we're about to announce publicly, but I, I can do it live on your show. Um, we've just received three years of funding from the Paul Hamlin Foundation to support a really fantastic series of projects in four educational settings. So, working with young people with complex needs in um, Olive Alternative Provision Academy with. Pilgrim Pathways School um, with Red Balloon, who are a fantastic charity. Oh, yes, very much so. Young, yeah. young self-excluding people and with the six autism cabins as well. So we're going to be doing some really great work with filmmakers and theatre makers in those settings over the next three years. And nice. we're also now looking towards our next big um, Arts Council funding application, also capital applications as well. So we're, we're being as entrepreneurial as possible in raising as much money as we can to support really fantastic work with children, young people and communities over the next few years. Oh, that's excellent. Well, Matt, thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Uh, pleasure, Julian.